I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know how I say, this will shock you? A fair amount? This will shock you. It's one more thing. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I believe we have a rating on this podcast, but uh, if you didn't see the rating when you clicked on it, this is this is going to be dirty stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, adults only, um, and uh, and yeah, yeah. But, Just, but there's for, a lot of nasty stuff you don't want kids to hear. But or for, at work. But for legitimate news reasons, this is something you should hear, and it's an entirety not bleeped out. That's why we wanted to put it on the podcast because you should. We should hear this. Yeah. So the topic of quote unquote book bans is big on the left. Um, I've made my position more than clear that if you introduce something that was utterly, utterly unacceptable in a school library only a couple of years ago, I mean, just absolutely unthinkable. And then people react and say, hey, that's not appropriate to accuse them of being censors and book banners, just like the Nazis is brutally dishonest and a complete turning on its head of what has happened. Uh, Senator John Kennedy, he of the overly cute quips, in my opinion, uh, went to the uh, the floors of Congress and in a hearing, the Secretary of State of Illinois. And if you're not familiar with Illinois politically right now, it's controlled entirely by by Chicago politics and is way, 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 way left. And J.B. Pritzker, the uh, the governor, is from this multi-billionaire family that supports a lot of the uh, what is the term I've had to use? Pediatric sex trait modification clinics around America. The Pritzkers are huge in the whole transsexual thing and teaching your kids that they, they're probably the other sex. So do we you need to know that about Illinois. Do we know why? Well, he's got at least one or two transsexual uh, uh, relatives. Okay. I think a former brother of his is now a sister, allegedly, and that sort of thing. And they're just way down with radical queer theory, gender theory, that sort of thing. So anyway, uh, Senator Kennedy in this tape, and it is completely unedited. Again, warning, warning, um, is talking to the Secretary of State of Illinois and uh, is going to read to you from the books that the sex state is defending for kids. I think that's all the introduction that's needed, huh? Senator Let's Kennedy. take two books that have been much discussed. Um, the first one is called All Boys Aren't Blue. And I will quote from it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees. And I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass, and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. 
close quote. All boys aren't blue. The second is a, a, another much-discussed book. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's called Gender Queer. Okay? Let me read an excerpt from that. Quote, I got a new strap-on strap harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You're going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside of me. End quote. Now, Mr. Secretary, what are you asking us to do? Are you suggesting that only librarians should decide whether the two books that I just referenced should be available to kids? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Tell me what you're saying. Well, first of all, there's this... Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would also tell you that... We're not advocating for kids to read porn, to Senator Booker's what point. What are you advocating for? We are advocating for parents, random parents, not to have the ability, under the guise of keeping kids safe, to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. You're getting conceptual game. What I'm not getting conceptual. Well, I'm yes, saying you that are. Yes, you are. Because you, you, I want to know what you're recommending. It sounds to me like what... And that's where our tape ends. I'd actually like to hear more of that conversation. Yeah, my gosh, yeah. What? They're book banners. They're censors. And what the hell? And, and so what age library would that be in? I mean, well, under depends. 18, obviously. It depends on the school, but yeah, well, that's a good I point I don't want right that there. in the library for a senior in high school. Why would that be in the library for a senior in high school? Why well, would and that if it's in the library for a senior, it's in there for a 14-year-old. Right. But why? Why? What's your argument for a 17-year-old needs to read that in a public taxpayer-funded school? Because we need all children to know from a very early age that it's fine to be gay. It's fine to be bi. It's fine to be transgender. It's fine to participate in these sex acts. And by the way, here's how you do it so you can do it in a healthy and mutually pleasurable way. Pleasure-centered sex education, it's called, <clears throat> for little kids. Every color of the sexual rainbow ought to be before them. And the idiotic media goes along with the whole book banning narrative mm -hmm. if you try to get those books out of your library. Right. And again, I agree with John Kennedy. You're getting conceptual here. In general, you don't like the idea of an individual parent being a able to... A random parent. What the hell's a random parent? No, I'm specifically a parent because I made that child. I'm not a random parent, thank you. But so what What should be the, what should be the uh, process for getting rid of a book like that if you find out it's in your library? See, he'll never answer that question directly because that's the idea. You make it so exhausting confusing or or difficult that people just don't bother 
or and this is um i had this story a while ago and we never got to it in the wake of i think it was florida taking action against this sort of thing there was a video seminar that was actually captured somebody recorded this this the video meeting as it took place in which teachers and librarians were discussing how okay so now you can't have gender queer in your classroom here's what you do you keep it down there and you just let everybody know if they want it that you can get it for them you have it right under the plant or whatever they were openly discussing how to get around what i think are legitimately described as anti-pornography rules uh, because they think it's so important that the kids be sexualized what a weird worldview of all the things, of all the hills to die on that you want to, you know, change about American culture. You want to make sure younger and younger kids have more access to more exotic sex. What? Of all the things to be concerned about. It used to be like, are girls getting enough Science and math, so they can get into college and stuff like that. That you know you can right. get on board with or whatever. But now this, this is yeah. the big topic. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it is seriously radical, radical ideologies that are now. I don't want to call them mainstream, but they're they're clearly visible anyway. And it's incredibly troubling. What's especially bizarre about this is if I'm, you know, a young gay lad or something like that, I can find plenty of instruction on how to do it. Just like any straight kid of whatever sex or inclination. Why schools feel like they need to be taking an active role in leading kids down these roads is sick. It's weird. Especially given, forgive me, but this ought to be repeated every time, the kids can't effing read. <laughs> right. That's what's going to save us from kids seeing horrible material we don't want them to see. They can't actually read. And they can't do math either, so maybe you ought to spend a little time on that. So in a whole bunch of schools, remember we had those uh, stats from the so Chicago schools? There were schools where 0% of the students had the uh, reached the, uh, what, do, what do you call it? Um, proficiency. Proficiency yeah. in math and reading. So there's, yeah. there's the savior here. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of a double-edged bad sword, but they can't read anyway, so they won't see that stuff. My final thought is, uh, and I've said this before, but uh, there are many great teachers in America. They're heroes. Uh, there are many great, I'm sure, principals. Uh, probably no great assistant principals. I don't know what it is that draws evil people to the gig. But um, anyway, I kid. Um, uh, there are many educators in America who are heroes. I believe, as a whole, America's government schools are unsalvageable as an institution. I think they're so corrupted by greed and radical ideology uh, and just this this sickness. I'm not sure there's any saving them. And then so uh, weirdly, they're being driven that direction by progressives who care so much about the downtrodden. And the only people that will be left in those schools are the downtrodden because everybody else who can afford to is going to get their kid into a private school. Which brings us to one of the goals of Marxism, both the old kind and the neo kind, is that you want the system to break. You know what you're doing will cause enormous pain and anger and, now, and, and the, the system to collapse. On, on this particular issue, which I think what I think is going to happen at least for many years to come, is you pay a lot of taxes to help support your public school. 
like like I'm doing, uh, and in addition, write a check for the private school that you're sending your kid to because you don't want them to go to the public school. And I think that will continue for a long time before it ever breaks or changes. So thereby financing the very people who are poisoning the schools. Oosh. That's quite a situation. Telling you what, if I were an empire doctor, I'd be saying, uh, America, would you sit down, please? And is your wife in the waiting room still? Perhaps Mrs. America should come in here. I have some news for you. So share this podcast with some friends like who don't listen or whatever, who, who don't know this is going on or know what's going on and care about it or whatever, or people that are skeptical about it. Because you heard the pushback. The pushback was not, this is not in any school. You're making this up. That was not the pushback. I remember when I went to school, it used to be the controversy was whether or not you dissect frogs or not in biology. Right. Well, I guess that's it. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.